Hello, and welcome to another episode of Improperly Packaged, a show where we unbox topics related to movies, TV, games, whatever. I am Jordan. With me is Luke. Luke's back. Luke. Welcome. He's back. Welcome, one and all. <laughs> How was your what vacation? What's going on? Ah, oh. No. <laughs> I feel like we're talking over each other. <laughs> we definitely are, but sorry. Go ahead. How was your vacation, Luke? <laughs> it was good. It was good. Um, yeah, I uh, got a lot of sun. Did some uh, did some beaching, which always leads to a lot of sun. <laughs> yeah. We also had a pool, so got to do just swim, basically swim from one place to the next. Just swim in the pool, swim in the ocean. So yeah, spent a lot of time with my uh, two nephews. My one is uh, just about to turn one here in two months. Wow. So he's still very young, not talking, obviously, and just starting to learn to walk. And then my other nephew just actually, uh, the day before yesterday, which was Saturday, he turned three. So that was exciting. We we got back from the vacation, you know, where the whole family was there. And we, we got back on Thursday and then Friday we were all home working for the one day. I don't know why we planned it out that way. It was, it was not <laughs> smart. I think it was just because that's the days that were available for the house and we didn't want to go too late into the fall because, yeah. you know, school was starting for my nephew. It's actually his first time he's gone to school, getting to go. Oh my so God. It's exciting. Are you kidding? So, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he, he got to go to school for his first time on Friday and then Saturday we went to Disney World for his birthday. And Cute. Yeah. It was hot and uh, hard to breathe in mass, but uh, yeah, fun to fun to celebrate his birthday. So, just happy birthday, Rex! Happy birthday, <laughs> little Rex! Yeah, I mean, this is the time to swim for sure. I just, it's so oh, hot. Oh man, I, it's, it's so hot. It, it's like, <laughs> how much can we complain about the heat? Seriously. Yeah, <laughs> we can complain till the cows come home, I guess, and it would be justified, but nobody would enjoy <laughs> listening to it, I guess. <laughs> no, it, it's just a lot of people who come here and are like visiting Florida and they're like, gosh, guys, it's hot. And like, we freaking know you're acting <laughs> like we're used to it. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's hard to get used to this level of misery. Those of you who don't live here. <laughs> no, it, it's it's something special. it's one of those things where you just realize how nice weather is elsewhere. You know what I mean? Like when I went to California and I stepped out of the airport, it was like, I was breathing for the first time. It was crazy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Where's all the, where's all the water in the air? I could breathe. Yeah. It's crazy. There's something different about the sun hitting you when you're in. Like, I I remember, you know, for me, I've done a lot of traveling, but I I remember, uh, in high school, I went to Colorado for, what was it? Five weeks, something like that. Hmm. Six weeks. And, uh, yeah, it was, you know, it snowed the first day of summer. It just, Hmm. I don't know. It was something so different. I mean, you know, you still get tired and you still sweat, but it's different. You're not nearly as tired at the (laughs) end of the day. Like, you know, we were doing all the, like, I was working at this camp. We were doing all the tests you do, you do to like work the camp, but also we were hiking up this mountain that was like right out the back of the camp. And 
we're doing some rock climbing. I mean, we're doing all kinds of stuff that like here, if you were doing that, <laughs> like you'd fall out and you'd be done. You know, you were doing, you were doing like, back you wouldn't flips. even make it back. You were running 30 like, miles per hour, <laughs> you know, it just, it's funny. Cause there was like a lake there that everybody swam in and I love swimming, but I think honestly, a lot of it is just stems from the fact that I'm so hot here that I'm yeah. always wanting to swim. But like there, I think I swam in that lake like one time. And if it had been here, like I would have been in that lake, you know, every night because it just would have been pouring sweat and just trying to relieve myself. But uh, yeah, just there it was different. I mean, you know, the nights got down to 40. You know, the days are like mid 75, 80. I, it, I don't know. It's just, it's a different world. Yeah. It's like, but, <laughs> but we have great fall and we have great winters. Yes. So. Yes, there, there's some, some good beautiful times. days, beautiful months. It's there's some relief, <laughs> <laughs> and we have some great oceans and springs. Disney World, but, but that heat, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll 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 get you. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, man, it's hard to keep track. It, it feels like it's been a thousand years since you and I. I think it is. As of yesterday, one thousand years. Just check my watch. That is correct. <laughs> um. I, 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 you just go first. How about how about that? I got a I got a surprise for you. Oh boy! <laughs> but uh, go ahead with uh, okay. you know, watching uh, slash playing slash listening to. Yeah, I was I was doing my normal thing where I'm trying to uh, figure out which music to recommend. Um, yeah. There's just so many. Um, I have a passion for good covers that's just that's something i've always gotten me excited in music and so i have this growing playlist on spotify that is now 46 songs long where it's just like songs that just hit me you know it's like covers i mean there's there's plenty of covers out there but you know there's just sometimes some band will do a cover of a certain song it's like that band was born to sing this song. You know, it just, <laughs> yeah. it's funny. And, and I think I can think of some examples like uh, alien ant farms, um, uh, smooth criminal. Mm. I mean, that song, you know, nothing against Michael Jackson. I mean, he's one of the greatest artists to ever live in my opinion, but honestly, I think alien ant farm does that song just better. It just, yeah. it fits their style so much better. Like the lyrics are just perfect. And the singers like tone and his, yeah, <laughs> like it's just, Ow! it's great. Yeah. So that being said, um, the song ocean eyes that, uh, Billie Eilish does is mm-hmm. I think a great song. It's, it was like her first song that like made her really big. And this band geographer, does a cover of ocean eyes and it's really good. So yeah, if you're into covers and you like ocean eyes, <laughs> go listen to that song because it's really good. I just realized I didn't, I haven't followed you yet on Spotify. I just oh did God. that. You're I just did that. Out on so I get those pl- yeah. I, I want to get those playlists. So you're like, Oh, you've been putting all that effort in the playlist. I will reap yeah. the benefits. Oh my gosh, like, you have so many. Yeah. And I've gone through recently and deleted a bunch. Wow. That's great. I'm going to listen to your I love a good pl- playlist. I will listen to your covers. Um There's so many good covers on Spotify and I know I don't have a lot of them. One of the really cool things we just do this every week, but oh well, we love this product. So, one of the cool things that Spotify offers along with all the other things that we've said are great is when you create a playlist, 
it has recommended songs at the bottom of that playlist. And the cool thing is as you build that playlist song by song, Mm -hmm. you know, you picking out ones that you love, it puts down there more and more like concentrated songs that are going to actually be ones that you like. Yes. Like, you know, you put like one song in that playlist and it's just going to give you a bunch of random crap at the bottom, but you put like 46, like I have, and it starts giving you like really good things that like correlate well with the songs that Mm -hmm. you have on there. So, yeah, I have like so many covers that I want to recommend, but I'm just going to leave it at that one for now. The Ocean Eyes covers Ocean by Eyes. Geographer. It's really good. It's very mellow, but the song Ocean Eyes is mellow, so it fits. <laughs> oh, man. Um, honestly, I don't really have too much new that I've been listening to. So, I, I you know, I'm just going <laughs> to, this is confession time here. All right. So there's been a few weeks several weeks probably a couple months i guess it was like july 4th i guess when hamilton came out on uh disney plus and you know it's been that long it's been a long time and you know it's crazy i I talked about it at the time and i said yeah it was a thing i I went into being like expecting to be like okay this is i'm gonna be underwhelmed i'm gonna think it's overrated and then i came out being like oh nope one of the best musicals ever made okay oops and so i i'm embarrassed you know because it seems so basic to be like oh man hamilton the best but i literally like can't stop listening to the soundtrack it's embarrassing like i wake up with like a different song from that musical stuck (laughs) in my head and i'm like stop it stop it i've heard that from other podcasters that they have enjoyed it a lot I'll like wake up and I, you know, it's before you really start thinking and there's just something going on in your head and I'm just like, uh, uh, and it'll just like catch me by surprise. But hey, so the only way to purge it temporarily is to listen to, to more. Join me. Join <laughs> me one and all. <laughs> in this obsession. Yeah, it, it's bad. It's, it, it's, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Anyway, so what have you been, what else you've been doing, man? Uh, so since I've been on vacation, I have not been watching a whole lot. Um, I'll just kind of go through a couple things I don't have on my list, which is Call of Duty Season 5 just came out. So there was a 60 gig update for that Good freaking game. Lord have mercy. It's just every time there's a new season, it just blows my mind. God and I still man. don't really understand the logic of why they have to have an update that's so big. Yeah, it's still just... It bottles the mind, as they say. <laughs> it bottles it all but, right up. <laughs> one one of the things they did claim was it was supposed to make the game a little smaller, which I think is going to become even more of an issue with next-gen consoles because mm. I think, I mean, can you imagine a 4K <laughs> game? Like 4K 60 frame per second game is just going to be massive. I mean... Here's your one terabyte update. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it will make it bigger. Now that I say that, maybe it won't. But I, I do think it's going to be... It's Just because they can make it bigger, they will. So, yeah. yeah I, do we even know... Do we know what the hard drive size is going to be on the new consoles yet? Have they announced that? Yeah. They thought did. it was one terabyte. But. Yeah, it, it's like a very... It's like that weird like SSD thing where oh, it's like yeah. one... That's te- right. PlayStation has like yeah. the weird size. I do remember weird. that. Because they have their own proprietary drive. Yeah, it's. I guess they need more odd. system files, maybe on their drive, and that so that limits the overall space. Oof! Can't wait for the waiting game for those things to go down in price to get an expandable. Yeah. 
Oh. Yeah. We don't really know how expensive those are going to be. I, man, I'd be surprised if they're under $200. Yeah. Yeah. The, my mind is. We're talking about the expandable drives. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, they're like memory cards, but like super duper memory cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been so, a long, yeah. come a long way from two megabytes or whatever in the PlayStation oh, Two yeah. era, <laughs> even less before that. Um, so yeah, the season five came out. They uh, made some cool changes to the map. They added a train, just some cool things. Added some new guns, new maps to multiplayer. Yeah, that game. Um, I don't know. Just the more I play it, the more it's 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 close to one of my favorite Call of Duties. It just. It has some of the best replay playability of, you know, any any shooter that I've played in a long time, and hmm. never has a Call of Duty like held me for this long. Like, I, you know, I'll go back and play it once in a while. You know, I'm talking, I'm I'm thinking like, okay, you know, where was I with Black Ops last year? You know, this far out from the game's release, game came out in October. <laughs> now, what we're in August, we're only two months away from it being a year. Yeah, that it's been released and. I really love it. I, I look forward to the new seasons. I look forward to, you know, working on the new weapons or unlocking stuff. It just, it's just, it's a lot of fun. So yeah, it's enough about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> right on though. We, we are halfway through the fifth season of alone and that show, like the more it's fleshed out, the more I like see what they did over all these seasons. It's, it's a really good show. It, uh, the, you know, I, Apart from the one drama thing that I had to say about, I thought that girl didn't didn't deserve to be cut out. Um, mm. It's it's really cool. In the fifth season, they've done a redemption season where they've brought back basically the top ten people that they wanted to bring back. People that either you know, it felt like from a, a viewer's standpoint that they got gypped or that they you know just had a tough break or maybe they gave up a little quicker than they should have, you know, there's all kinds of reasons why people drop out of that show. And, Mm. um, you know, justifiably sometimes, sometimes just mistakes get made, people get hurt, stuff like that. Um, so yeah, it's really cool to, to see a lot of these people that we, you know, grown familiar with and had this cool connection over, you know, 11 episodes, uh, come back and have another try at it. And this time they're in Mongolia, which is, just crazy to me they said the the temperature can reach negative 40 there in the winter and they're dropping them off in like i want to say it's like they don't actually tell you but i think it's like september october so you know the the winter is not that far away it seems unfair to me that you don't drop them off in may (laughs) you drop them off you know right before the cool weather comes in and they said even in the fall can get down to negative 10 it's like it's just crazy here these people are you know barely eating and (laughs) they're trying to survive in this crazy one of the coldest countries in the world is what they said. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So going through that, still enjoying that. It's great. Um, but the one new thing that I haven't talked about ever before is Ooh. an American pickle. All right. We watched that movie on HBO max. Um, it, it, it was kind of funny. We, we all sat down one of the nights when we were at the beach house and we're just like, well, I don't know what to do. So I think Bethany was like thumbing through HBO. I was like, Oh, let's watch this. Like I, I didn't really, I, you know, thinking back on it now, I kind of remember hearing like seeing a trailer or something for it. Mm -hmm. But at the time, you know, I was just like, Oh, what's this? I have no idea. So yeah, this is a movie. That's for sure. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, Do you know any, you know anything about this, Jordan? You familiar with this? 
we were this close to watching it over the weekend. So yeah, we looked at watch the trailer. I, I'm very interested in about it. So basically what you say in the next few minutes will pretty much determine whether or not I actually pull the trigger and watch the thing. <laughs> yeah, this I would definitely recommend anybody to watch this movie. It's okay. uh it's you know, it's not a movie that's gonna blow your socks off. I don't think it's a movie that's gonna win any awards, but it's it's a good funny you know, comedy based <laughs> drama that just, you know, is kind of a, a good time overall. It's, you know, it's not, it, it yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know that it does anything original. It just, it does things that you've seen before in, in a new kind of way, you know, it's, it's Seth Rogen. So, you know, you get the Seth Rogen show basically, but yeah. it's it's kind of cool. So he, he plays two characters in the movie for those people who do not know. And it's kind of a time traveling movie. Um, yeah. I, I don't know how much to explain about the story. It's it's kind of fun to experience it, you know, without knowing a lot about it's a what new happens, twist but, on it. I think, you know, they have the guy yeah. comes back from the past and the future a lot, but the yeah. way I think they do it, that's a, a new twist with the relative. That's uh, interesting. Yeah. And and it, it's it is amazing like seeing that whole character plays two characters in 2020. It's like yeah. it's so different than it used to be. It used to be like oh that did look a little weird there. Look no not at all. It's like parent trap. I, I don't. It's it's crazy. And you know maybe it's a little bit to just like say well done Seth Rogen kind of thing because mm-hmm. he did such a great job of making it smooth and unnoticeably. You know, the fact that obviously there has to be somebody standing in that he's talking to during all these yeah. scenes. But yeah, it's it worked really well. I guess if you have the other person saying the lines at the exact same time that you end up saying them the second time they film it, I guess it's it works. It just, I don't know, the whole logistics of that always like kind of blows my mind. Yeah. But they did it really well. And yeah, I don't, I don't want to spoil it. It's a brand new movie. It just came out August 6th. So mm-hmm. yeah, if you have access to HBO Max, it's definitely worth a watch it. There's been a lot of movies and we've talked about them in the past that I thought Seth Rogen just shouldn't have ever done (laughs) movies that he's written and movies that he's directed. I just thought were a pile of garbage, but it's definitely not one of those movies. So yeah, good job. Good for you, Seth. He has an appeal. Sometimes that appeal hits. Sometimes it misses big. It's just, you know, yeah. One of those. Cool. Yeah. Good things. What you been up to Jordan? Oh man, uh, just a metric ton. I'm just gonna have to kind of pick what I actually talk about here. Um, the big thing I wanted to talk to you about is I have started alone, and so I am. There you go. Yeah, um, it's it's the show I watch uh, while I'm going to bed, and so uh, right now I'm like uh, in episode eight, season one. So I'm not super far in. I'm at the final four of uh, nice. of uh, you know who's been eliminated. That's pretty far in. Yeah, yeah. That's not bad. I'm enjoying. You only got a couple more episodes left, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm wrapping yeah. it up. It's so funny how like quickly some of them leave, and then these last four are like you just see the days just fall apart. I'm like, okay, so yeah. these guys are definitely the ones who <laughs> crazy really stood above the rest. But I- I'm interested. Who were the final four? You remember? I don't know names? their names at all. Um, there's the young guy who's like 22. Uh, there's the older dude who's like in his 40s. Alan. Alan is the older guy. Um, yeah, Sam the, is the younger guy. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I know these guys by name now. And there's the, like the guy who's like almost like a, a star child. He's like, I'm gonna... <laughs> okay. the one guy built the uh, the yurt. Have you seen that? Yeah, Has he, he built, done that yet. He built like the boat thing or whatever, right? Okay, 
Yeah. And, and so I remember and I think like, he, bu- he may not have done it yet, but he builds a yurt later, like, oh, like crazy. a circular, circular, um, shelter with the tarp wow. around. Okay. He's probably so, about to do that. Sorry. <laughs> I underestimated him then. Cause I, I thought he was like so full of crap when he came and he was like, yeah, I think I'm going to build a cabin with an indoor fireplace. I was like, what are you freaking talking about? And so the, the fact that he's doing this stuff, I'm like, holy crap, he's actually capable of doing this, this stuff. But if uh, that stuff gets you excited, Jordan, you have so many cool things to look forward to in the upcoming seasons. Yeah. People make some crazy stuff. It is amazing how ingenuitive, I know that's not the right word, but it's just how amazing these people are with their hands. I think it was the second season. There's this one guy that just blew my mind with what he was making. I'm looking forward to continuing. I mean, it's it's interesting and it's also a relaxing show to watch. That's why I kind of, in my groove has been watching it before bed because I'm like, yeah, just getting like being in the nature and everything. And just uh, these people's attitude because they're alone and they're not going to mm-hmm. be like insane and get arguing with people or anything like that. So you can kind of just enjoy the process. But it, I, it's interesting hearing what you said about how you feel like some. I'm interested to get to this the season that you're talking about, the redemption season, because like mm-hmm. talking about season rough, five. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like talking about rough deals, I feel like some of the people who are here now in like the final four, they haven't seen as much as like a rabbit. And then, like, at least yeah. what has been filmed. And then there's people on the first night who have their tents surrounded by bears. I'm like, <laughs> holy. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Where did they put this guy <laughs> compared to everyone yeah. else? Like, let's put him next to the bear den. I do feel like you don't get a perspective. It's like, is he just being a wuss about it or is it really that bad? You know? Yeah. Yeah. You're not really sure. Cause like some people I feel like are being kind of wussy and then other pieces like, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Cause for a while I was like thinking to myself, I was like, Oh, so the measure of whether or not you stay or go is if you see a really dangerous animal, yeah. but it doesn't seem to be the case. There's one guy who was there who had an encounter with a cougar and he saw oh. it and he dealt with it. And he, you know, that's the scariest thing. Oh my gosh. Freaking yeah. cougar. It's like an ambush predator too. So fast. <laughs> Oof. yeah and he he stuck it out so i was like okay so there's yeah. people who like rise above that so I, i'm very much enjoying it i'm i'm invested for sure um so yeah that's the the main Sweet. one i want to tell you about because I, I i'm excited that uh i'm excited to watch it um i've done so much all right so I, i've been talking about this game might as well wrap it up i, I beat ghost of tsushima i i, I platinum Ghost of Tsushima. I, wow. I beat I beat the crap out of it. There's nothing left to do. I'm done. We're done. Me and Amber are both done. We both platinumed it. We're done. Um, great experience. I think it's a great game. Um, there there are areas of improvement. I mean, not much. I mean, just here and there. There's some weird stuff with the AI. Like it's you know you can make the turn the AI enemies into idiots stuff like that. But the game's beautiful. It has a really nice feel. I love like just being in that world because there's sometimes there's some games where i'm like even though it's like an open world and even if it's pretty i'm just like ah just getting around there's certain mm-hmm. games where just getting around it seems kind of arduous but in this game yeah. i'm like no it's a kind of fun going around and exploring the world and they make it easy it, it's crazy how one of the things that makes it easier is how good the fast travel is uh meaning how fast it is it's mm-hmm. so quick i can't believe it like a game like this to travel all the way across the map. I was just playing Horizon Zero Dawn, and yeah, I just 
get so much done when <laughs> the game was loading. I'd check Twitter, maybe <laughs> go get a drink. And this game, like, I'll yeah. start checking Twitter. I'm like, oh, holy crap. And I'll just, like, start playing again. It's, um, but, yeah, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's super solid, super great. I don't really have many complaints about it. Glad I platinumed it. It was fun to platinum. There wasn't really anything too arduous or tedious about it. I played on hard, and it, it wasn't really ever that hard for me, uh, the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, they just added a new difficulty, but it's like way too difficult then. It's like hard. I'm like, okay, it's, it's, there's some challenging parts, but this is never really that hard, and I'm not amazing. And then like the next level was like, you die in one hit. And I'm like, what? <laughs> is there any in between? That's the worst. I know. Yeah. But they didn't hit the sweet spot for me as far as difficulty, but it was hard enough. Um, anyways, uh, I'm only going to mention this really quickly. I uh, finished watching uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. It's not super long as far as animes are concerned, about 60 episodes and it's over. Uh, great. It's a great anime. That's really all i got to say about that. Um, I watched... Uh, are there this- new seasons coming out or nope. is that it? It's done. It wraps it up. <laughs> It's so satisfying when a series will be like, okay, that's the story. That's it. So rare. (laughs) Yeah. So rare. There's no filler. The story is always moving forward. And when it's over, it is over. They wrap it up and it's a satisfying conclusion, which is, yeah, very rare. (laughs) That's not very true of live action shows either. (laughs) No, where you're just like left wondering so much and feeling like so much, uh, huh? Well, what did yeah yeah this one's like nope especially when so many shows get canceled i feel like before their vision gets played out yeah absolutely it's a tough thing in tv yeah talking about sequel bait as far as like the next seasons of whatever is concerned we finished uh, umbrella academy i mean Mm -hmm. the last season did this it it doesn't wrap up it's going to get a new season anyways like assumedly and less did it progress well for you uh but i I, it's just a really fun season i mean it just I yeah. think the the main goal of the series is to be like let's put these make make these really likable characters that you want to see interact and you want to see in this world and uh yeah just make these really entertaining scenarios and they really do that and they, I think there's my favorite character I think I mentioned this is a character called 5 that's his name because like he was a part of like a family where they just named him by numbers um hmm. and his like superpower is like Netflix movie yeah <laughs> yeah that um and, that was and, we- i think that was weekdays oh yeah uh monday Saturday. or something i don't know yeah. what it was um mm. but he's such a fun character because he's a he's like a time traveler and he can like cause that's his power he can teleport and kind of time travel and he he like had through some time travel shenanigans he like uh, went into the future and like lived 40 years and then he came back but he was like in the body of like a 15 year old or something like that and this kid who plays him, he's that that age throughout the entire show. He does such a good job playing this like sarcastic, like like really just mean, like older person. He's like my favorite character. He's awesome. Um, uh, one la- one more thing. Um, I'm doing this thing where I'm going back and I'm playing a lot of old games. I've done it already with Animaniacs. I talked about that games. I was too dumb to beat when I was a kid. I'm going back to beat now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the most recent one was Quackshot. This is uh, one of the real, the first Sega Genesis games to come out back when the console launched. And uh, Quackshot is a side-scroller. I not know this game at all. 
it is a Donald Duck game. You are... <laughs> I <yeah>. guess that much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's an adventure game where basically you're just looking for a treasure. And you. it's interesting how you kind of have to backtrack, but they do it in a really good way. They're like, okay, you go to this world. Oh, you need this. You can't go any further. You have to go to this world. Then you take a plane, go to another world. Mm. And then you... That um, box art looks familiar. With him looking all BA pissed off with his uh, (laughs) plunger gun. Uh, But it's a solid platformer. Um, There's a lot of stuff I didn't just figure out as a kid because you kind of go, oh, you got to be like, oh, I got to go to Egypt now, grab this, go back. And when I was a kid, I was too stupid Mm. to know. But they do it well to where it's like they plant a flag in the ground when you have to leave and you just go back there instead of having to do the level over again and like Mm. backtrack in, in proper. But I beat the crap out of it. I uh, it got pretty good reviews back in the day. It's a solid game. It looks 80s, great. 90s, 7 and a half. Yeah, it, it's a solid game. It was one of those games when I think of the Sega Genesis, it's one of the first games I think of. And, mm-hmm. and I, I was like, no, this is an unfinished business. I need to do this. I'm going to beat this freaking game. And I did. So, yeah, that's it. That's not it, but that's as much as I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna talk about. I watched a Disney Channel, no, a Disney Plus original called Magic Camp. I don't have anything to say about it. So, anyways, <laughs> we're moving forward. Okay. Sometimes you just don't have anything to say. Yeah, I mean, what am I gonna say? I'm sitting here, I'm doing something else, and I'm watching some movie in the background. I mean, come on. <laughs> Sometimes you right. just do that, right? Yeah. Um. All right. Let's. Uh, we got a couple topics to talk about. You know. Uh, I, I feel like these are uh, have these both of these topics happened in the span between last Tuesday and this Tuesday, or has it been like a couple weeks? I don't even know. I think it's just been this yeah, one week. No, I think they have happened. Crazy. Yeah, Halo the Halo delay happened like midweek, I wanna say, Wednesday, Tuesday. Yeah. Last week. And yeah, I think the other the uh Apple Apple square off with Epic happened, uh, I want to say, Thursday or Friday of last week, or the week before last week. We're here to talk about it. Which one do you want to start with, Luke? Um, Well, I guess let's start with Epic, since I think it's the most dynamic artist to understand (laughs) where, what to think about this. So strange. Okay, so I'm going to tell you how I understand it, and, and you can talk to me about how you understand it. All right. So, okay. So this, from what I understand, Epic seems to be the one who kind of like fired the first shot. They have problems with the fact that they have to divvy up 30% of all their micro transactions with Google, with Apple mm-hmm. um, in a different way than they do with the consoles. Apparently they still need to do that with the consoles, but they feel differently about mobile platform. They feel it's the same percentage. It is the exact same percentage, 30%. And they feel like instead of like working with Microsoft and Nintendo and Sony, how they do it on consoles, they feel like phones are more akin to a computer. So where I guess it doesn't work the same with the computer to where everything that they do, they do through like their own Epic store is how I understand it. And for some reason, they want it like that, and they're like, no, and so you're out of here? Is that? Yeah, so like back in the day before Apple had all this payment stuff set up inside the store, people were forced to 
have you go in their app and if you wanted to sign up for Netflix or you want to sign up for say Amazon Prime, you would be linked over to Safari and it would open a web page and it would go that way through that. Mm. So that was all fine and good, but then Apple set up, you know, this secure payment network and they wanted everything integrated. Basically it I think it all comes down to the simple idea that Apple wants to you know, I mean, obviously, I, I'm saying this as just trying to state what I think Apple's opinion is, basically what they want people to see. I'm not saying that I agree with this, but I believe Apple's idea is that if we make everything secure, integrated, it runs through our systems, we get to examine all traffic, um, you know, we'll let these people do what they want to do, but it has to run through our systems, then we keep our users as secure and as private as possible. Otherwise, if we let things, it's not exactly sideloading, but sort of semi-sideload by going off of our payment platform and on to, you know, let's say Epic uses PayPal or, you know, mm-hmm. Square, whatever it is. It's probably none of those, but let's say they use that and then you go to Epic site and then you have to pay through PayPal. Then we have no control over how that transaction data happens because it's going through the open web at that point versus going through our servers, our app store servers, you know, to Apple, then to Epic, then back to Apple, then back to the user. So, you know, part of me, I, I understand. I think that, you know, that's, that's Apple's bread and butter is to be this super, conservative, you know, safe place, basically a safe haven for those people who want privacy and they don't want any chance of their information intercepted. But, you know, another part of me understands Epic's position. You know, I'm so torn on this one. I just, I, I, so this is the way I kind of see it. And and I've, I've heard a lot of conversations happen on other podcasts about this. Obviously this is, you know, more than a week old now. So a lot of opinions have been, shot out there and I feel like Apple owns a shopping mall and people have stores in that shopping mall and those stores are their apps and those apps sell stuff just like Hollister in a mall sells their jeans you know Epic's selling access to their games and to their you know dances and their umbrellas whatever garbage they have (laughs) (laughs) but we're the audience and (laughs) I, I think that Epic has become, you know, Sears or Macy's. They've become this behemoth inside the mall. And they've said, we're so big now, our customers will do anything to get to us. And so we still want to be in your mall, but we're going to have our own entrance over here straight into our shop. And so because our users never even step foot in your mall, we don't need to pay you anymore. You know, we, we're just going to be here and you're going to be glad that we're here because we're going to bring people into your mall, you know, in conjunction with them coming to us. And honestly, it kind of, it, it makes me a little mad. I don't, I don't agree with that. I think that could Apple lower that percentage? Yeah, it probably could. But if 
you know, it's, it's tough. It's like, I, I think the apps, the, all these, a lot of people have a problem with, you know, Apple's percentage. And, and I think the reason they specifically have a problem with Apple's percentage is because Apple is the one who created this entire market. You know, Google's app store, I don't think would have been a success if Apple's app store hadn't come around and been a success and, and shown people how amazing a great app store inside of a phone can be. And then people wanted an alternative to Apple. And so they flocked to Android and Android offers the much cheaper phone. So it's like, there's so many reasons why people would jump over to Android. Yeah. You know, I, I prefer Apple, but I completely understand why somebody would jump over to Android and Google's like, you know, we'll create this great app store in conjunction with them. And we will let people do more things that they want to do. And so people will come to our store. So anyways, yeah. So, I think that it's all that being said that I think that's the reason why everyone's attacking Apple because Apple I think is the market leader and they're going to set an example for everything else. And if Apple changes their policy, Google is going to have to change their policy and Samsung's going to have to change their policy. And you know, what's the PC gaming steam steam? Yeah, maybe steam. we'll have to change their policy. You know, all these huge stores that mm-hmm. collect money, PlayStation store, the Xbox store, um, so anyways, I, I think it's, it's like I said, I think it's like a mall and I think that Epic is using their position as this massive game. And I think, I think it's going to come back to bite Epic on the, in the butt. Now, this all changes with the extra complication of Microsoft's xCloud coming and Apple saying, no, you can't put that mm. on. That, I think, throws a whole monkey wrench into my opinion about it because that, I think, is completely unfair. Yes. I don't think it's fair that Epic's throwing their weight around. I think that Apple could work with all developers and lower their rate, but I think it's completely unfair from Apple to say no to Microsoft and to uh, what is it? NVIDIA has their streaming gaming service as well that they haven't been allowing to be on the Apple App Store either for years now. It's a G, was it GeForce Now? I think yeah, it's GeForce Now. I don't remember. It's it's basically XCloud, but you know for GeForce games, I guess like Steam games kind of thing. So it's the same idea, and it's just to me. I still maybe there's an article that explains it better. My understanding of it is basically Apple doesn't really have any good reason for not letting them. They're just kind of saying that in their statement, they said something like we can't review each item in this store and we don't want stores to be on. It's like, well, it's not a freaking store. It's it's a streaming gaming as part of game pass. And so it's literally the exact same thing as Netflix as yeah. That's what I was about to say. It's like Amazon prime video. Hulu, it's the same as all those things. You're literally just viewing something. And in this case, the only difference is you have control over the thing. So it's like, are you going to review every movie on HBO Max? Because no, obviously you're not going to, but you're allowing those things and you have allowed them forever. So if they're going to enforce this, they're going to have to enforce it on everyone. And that's just going to be a disaster. You can't pull all streaming off of Apple devices. I mean, Apple, you know, would literally have everyone leave and go to Android. So I think in that case, Apple's going to have to change their tune on that. The Epic thing, I really think people are lumping it together with that, and I do think they're two very different things yes. that I don't think are really related. You know, they're related in some ways, but you know, the 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 reasons that Apple's not allowing those two different services to be on here is for two completely different reasons. And I, and I've thought because Fortnite did this a while ago, they were doing it on Android, and they 
they kind of like relented and let Apple have the payment things. And now they've just recently changed. So it just, it feels a little sneaky on Epic's part. They're just, yeah. they're kind of being creepy and just, it's like, come on guys, you're making so much money. I think you really should just be glad. And maybe you should join like all the other independent app developers and push for Apple to lower their percentage. And that part I could understand. It's like, you know, for a lot of developers, I don't know if Epic would fall in this category, but mm-hmm. a lot of independent, smaller developers, it's tough giving Apple 30% when, you know, you, maybe you're a small shop that either you're doing it by yourself or you have a small team. And so it's tough to, to make rent and, and to buy computers and to develop software, you know, to, you know, sustain yourself, you know, obviously in your life, but also your business on only 70% of the money you're making. So, you know... Yeah. Do you think that like, so, okay, for me, there seems like a lot of double, like things that are kind of like double standards. I'm like, well, why this and not that, you know? So like, yeah. do you think the only reason they're doing this with um, basically smartphones like Apple and, and uh, Google, do you think it's because, do you think it's because they think they can kind of get away with pulling this where if, as if they're You're trying to do this versus with, like a laptop? Versus Microsoft and, and Sony and, and Nintendo, do you think maybe they were like, okay, well, let's see how this goes. <laughs> and then maybe we'll try to, you know, like pitch a fit over what, you know, how they're doing their thing over at, at the uh, PlayStation store and the freaking Xbox store and stuff like that. Like, do you think they're just, this is just the start for them? If this, depending You're on talking about Epic spe- specifically and what they're yeah. pitching a fit about? Yeah, how they're like, okay, yeah. we're going to, do do all this with uh, why why they're not complaining about the PlayStation Store and the Microsoft Store, which is where they started off with this game. And that's what I you're saying. Can't, I just yeah. there there's a weird justification for it that doesn't make sense to me. This whole like, well, it's a different. And I'm like, well, really, you kind of knew what you were getting into when you started, and so it just yeah, I don't know. It, it seems strange. They see, I could understand seeing all the money on the ground. But I don't know. It, it, you know, I, I think you pick your battles. You know, you you do that with anything. And what what is going to look good on you know the front of the New York Times, or what's going to change minds? And I think Apple is always somebody that draws all the attention away from everything that's happening. So if Epic was to attack. Sony and you know refuse you know that's the other thing if you how would you even do that is 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 probably part yeah. of it how would you even sideload you know payments on a PlayStation or an Xbox uh, it would be it would be so complicated that the normal user wouldn't be able to do it but when you're able to just like click one button and then Safari opens up and here you go you know pay with your credit card or pay with your um, yeah PayPal or something I think it's a lot easier um you know, logistically. So I think Apple is where so much of the money is anyways. It just, it's been for a long time. It's where the users with the most money go. It's Mm -hmm. just, it's just the true thing. You know, rich people buy iPhones and rich people are the people that, you know, dish out all the money. Their kids, you know, are spending all their time on Fortnite and spending all their money. So I think it's, it's an easy target and it's an easy way to change minds and, I just don't think that Epic has got an argument together enough to sway my mind. And 
I think the big thing with Epic is I, I don't think that people are going to understand this enough and they're going to side with Epic because they're playing it as we're the small guy and Apple's the big guy where it's just not true. Yeah. They're the juggernaut in the gaming world at the moment. You know, I mean, obviously they're not one of the biggest developers, but they've made so much money now that I feel like they now have a table at the seat with the Activisions and, you know, with these huge guys, like they're, they're if they keep going like this, they're going to start buying up studios. They're going to become a huge conglomerate. So, mm-hmm. you know, they, they have all the, they have all the eyes for the moment because they have the biggest game in the world. And so they're going to try to make change with it and try to make more money. I just, I think you have to pay, <laughs> It's kind of like a troll toll when you cross a bridge. I'm sorry, but you know, <laughs> Apple Get up the troll toll. Apple built the bridge to the customer. They really did. They created, you know, the best phone to ever <laughs> exist before yeah. now, and then they created the best app store to ever exist. And I can understand if you think 30% is not fair. Apple obviously thinks it's fair and I don't know. I think you need a really good argument. I, it's, it'll be interesting to see how the lawsuit goes is all I'm saying. I just, I don't see how they go in there and convince a jury that <laughs> <laughs> Apple, you know, who's, who's in my mind is offering them a great tool to, to reach out to customers and make money. It's, yeah. It's kind of like, you know, people, you don't see a lot of people complaining about the amount that YouTube takes away from YouTube creators. I mean, here YouTube is doing literally the exact same thing, at least in my mind, that Apple's doing for mm-hmm. developers. They're just, they're doing it for video creators. They're saying, here, put your stuff on here. We'll put advertising in front of it and we'll make you money. Apple's saying, here, here's an app store, develop an app, put it up here and, you know, we'll advertise it for you if it's good. Yep, And so I just, it does seem kind of like a double standard. Like we were talking about it. Just if, if you're going to judge one, why not judge them all? Yeah. Whereas I do think the Microsoft thing. Yeah. I I think that's a much more interesting argument. It obviously irritates me because I want to play X cloud games on my iPhone and I'm not able to. And you know, here in, you know, just a few weeks in September, we'll X cloud will be out for all Android people. They'll be playing their Xbox games. I won't be able to be a part of it. And I think that's, I'm sure that's frustrating a lot more people than just me. So. Yeah, that's awful. I mean, that one I don't understand at all. Like, I know I just don't get it. it, it that's like yeah. the biggest double standard. As you said, it's like, what? Moderate every single game that's being streamed. You're not providing that content. Yeah. You're providing just an access port for it. It's just, it just yeah. There's no way for like your information to get stolen, which is Apple's, you know, always their big thing. It's just information being streamed onto the phone. Yeah. You know, there's not, there's nothing. There's no transaction there. It's just, yeah. You're controlling the stream that's coming in. So mm-hmm. I don't get it. Maybe I don't understand it all, but from the simplistic, you know, understanding that I have of it, that's what I think. And yeah. I'd be pissed. Two very interesting issues. That's for sure. Very interesting. And yeah. it's, it's all about the future of uh, where it's going, like the future of gaming and uh, yeah. Yeah. And obviously, you know, Apple has Apple arcade and they want to push subscriptions to that. And mm. Apple arcade is a great product. I just, you know, you have to compete, <laughs> you know, that's the way you win Apple. You know, you compete, you get great games. It's the same way Sony and Microsoft are competing for, eyeballs on their consoles you know you compete for the best software and the best developers and that's what apple needs to do and they need to stop playing hardball it just it's not right 
hundred hundred percent okay um last thing um which is another big thing uh it's halo infinite has been delayed to 2021 there hasn't been uh, an exact date given uh they just released a statement uh to paraphrase basically says it's basically with the concern of their team and due to difficulties with COVID-19 and wanting to mm-hmm. release the best possible experience they can, we are going to push this out or sorry. And so, yeah, that sucks. I mean, it's, yeah. what do you, it sucks on as far as the launch of this console goes. I think that is a, that's, it's unavoidably a blow. You know, we can talk about the things I think they're going to do to make good because I have some theories as to some things that they might do to be like, Hey, this is good though. Um, um, but <laughs> this is good. <laughs> yeah. As far as their launch game getting delayed that, yeah, that, that, that sucks. And, uh, I think everyone is, is not happy about that. Yeah. But I mean, we, we had had this conversation before when, you know, the trailer came out and people yeah. complained about how it looked and, you know, my biggest complaint was the fact that there was not going to be ray tracing at launch. And I still stand by that. I still think that that was, for me, that was by far the biggest deal. It's, yeah, you know, the trailer looked very matte. And that's probably because of ray tracing not being shown off in the trailer. And I would think if ray tracing had been in that trailer, people would have been blown away and they would have said, now that's next gen. and mm. We can't wait to buy an Xbox. And, you know, it's just, it's a missed opportunity. It's, I think it's plain and simple that it's just a missed opportunity. I, I don't understand what 343 has been doing for the last, God, seven years. I, I just, Jesus. that, that, that I think is the part that kind of frustrates me the most. It's just that I understand that you had to reboot and all that, but to me that, that wouldn't have taken long to understand that, you know, right, right after the first month or so, I mean, the reviews were out, people were dogging on the, campaign they were saying that from right at the beginning so i can't imagine you were much past the writing phase phase of the new story at that point and i i understand they moved to a new engine i'm sure that was huge i mean i'm sure that was a monumental task i yeah i've never developed games i just i understand that it's completely different when you move from one engine to another the coding is completely different so i'm sure that was different but Seven years is a long time. <laughs> like, I mean, what yeah. what is Rockstar doing? Seven years? They create games that change the world. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have you have a a big company like Microsoft backing a studio like Three Four Three, and I would assume. Sorry about that. I had to delete some stuff from my computer because I ran out of space. <laughs> the recording stopped just then, uh, for just a uh, just a second or two um but yeah i mean i it's you know sometimes i think what when you're working on a project you don't i don't know how often you see this with big giant games like the giant games you don't see this very often but you know personally when you're working on a project you're trying something new and you're like okay i'm gonna do some do a new thing and it's just not working. You just don't get it down and you're like beating your head against yeah. the wall and you're trying to figure it out. And you're like, what is this? Maybe they haven't hit that point yet. I mean, maybe like once they switched engines, maybe it's some, maybe they changed open world late in development. I don't know. They're figuring out the open world thing. This is the first yeah. open world Halo. 
And so maybe they're running into some things that they just need to clear up. Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't played the game, but yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot we don't know, but I, yeah. I always go back to the fact that it was, it was seven years. I mean, that seven was a years. long time. They, they had a really <laughs> long time and I don't know, you know, obviously they're a long ways down in development. It just, I don't, I, I guess, I guess it's just my stupidity in how game development works. I, I don't understand how, you know, they have to be at this point. There has to be this entire map developed, you know, all the yeah. areas and all the little nooks and crannies that the, you know, that the missions are going to take place in or, you know, whatever they call it in the, in the open world version. That is a kind of a strange thing with Halo. Like, is it, are you going to start a mission that's going to switch to like a linear thing <laughs> or is it going to be yeah. like, here's this entire open map, just do whatever you want. I, I guess it'll be kind of a <laughs> Red Dead Redemption kind of idea, yeah. whereas it still stays on the map, but like you can only kind of do the one thing. But anyways, it's like they've developed all that. And I guess what the disconnect for me is, why does it not look good, but you have developed all of it? What it what's going to change in the next, you know, six months or, you know, whenever it comes out next spring? Like, what's going to change to make the look better? Do you see what I'm saying? It's like, you've already developed these things. You can't redevelop them. I mean, it would take you years to do that. It wouldn't be, it's delayed till next year. It'd be, it's delayed, you know, seven more years. Yeah. So, uh, I guess that's the part I don't understand, uh, other than Ugh. whatever ray tracing means, you know. I don't think you and I understand what that means to develop ray tracing in a game. I thought it was just a thing that was like, you create the assets and then the ray tracing is like a layer that gets thrown over it. Yeah. But maybe that's not what it is. What digital foundry always says with ray tracing, they say it's expensive in regards to uh, CPU usage. Um, meaning it just takes up a lot of it. Um, so uh, I guess I thought it was something that happened to a game versus something that the developer did, did with the game. Does that make sense? Yeah. That that's, that's, uh, gone overboard at that point and i'm like oh i don't i don't know these waters yeah <laughs> i mean obviously there's something that halo has to do to have it because they said we're not going to have it it is coming and now assumedly when it launches it'll have it i mean i would sure freaking hope so if yeah. you delay it and don't have it i mean just i'm sorry i just i think people's patience for some of this stuff, specifically Halo. I mean, I still think, you know, overall, I think Xbox is doing a lot of great things. And, you know, I, I, I love my Xbox. I love Phil Spencer. I think he's been a great leader for this, just gaming in general. I think he's a, you know, a tentpole member of the gaming community. So I'm, I'm really glad for the things that he does. But this kind of thing, I just, you know, I, I, I don't know. Maybe there needs to be a change of leadership over there or something. It just... I think it's a little inexcusable to have seven years out and you can't launch within the window of the console. Yeah. But maybe it'll come out in February, January and you know, it won't be too big of a deal. Yeah. That, that I have would be heard some people say that. Yeah. With the fact that they said 2021 and didn't give a month or a, a window or anything like that was disheartening to a lot of people, but it very well could be like, Oh no, it's, very next month because that, that was how it was with like last of us part two they were like it's delayed and everyone's like oh yeah. no and there was a, or what was it indefinitely indefinitely yeah and they're like oh no oh 
the next month. All right, but never mind. It's fine. <laughs> it was like one of those things where it's like, why did you use that language? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they just didn't know or maybe not. Maybe not. You know. <laughs> it was like one of the highest selling games of the consoles. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. oh, okay, now I guess that worked out. Um, but yeah, I mean, okay, so I have okay, so oh, there's a couple other things uh, as far as Xbox news that came out. Some of these are in the rumor mill, but um there there has been some leaked xbox series x controllers which isn't a big deal in and of itself because we know what the controller looks like but they've actually like the boxes have like appeared at stores and there's a couple interesting things that came out of it one of the things is the fact that on the side of the controller when it was talking about compatibility saying okay you can use this on the xbox one the xbox series x slash series s so this Mm -hmm. is a long rumored console that hasn't been announced <laughs> yet. Yeah, strangely, still not announced. Very strangely, especially uh, after we talk about our next thing that was leaked. It's the fact that this thing's coming soon. I mean, it's around what the time everyone expected in November. But what? There's an entire console that hasn't been announced is coming out in like three months. Yeah, I mean, this has been something that we'd talked about before and we'd heard about a long time, but. I think Microsoft was probably holding it back, hoping it would be the big, a big moment, big reveal, you know, kind of the anti TV, TV, TV thing from E3 of 2013. Mm -hmm. But man, we live in a different age than we did in 2013. You know, things leak so much faster now than they used to. And the internet's so hungry for news and there's so many news outlets looking to make the big break that, you know, makes them the name and <laughs> gaming news. So yeah, I think it was a little unwise of them to wait so long. And I think it's still unwise of them to still not have said anything because the longer that this sits around, I think the more stale it gets and the more unsurprised and uninterested people will be in it when it is finally revealed. Because even now that it's been revealed, it's going to be more of something that people are just going to be like, well, Yeah. We already know about that. I mean, there's obviously a lot of details that I'm excited yeah. to find out about price being a big one, but also like what are the features of this lesser console? Probably a discless version. Um, but yeah, just the timing to me is just, it's not great. <laughs> it's just, yeah, you know, they could have revealed it during, it could have been the one more thing at the end, you know, fable was great, but also we have another console. Like, I don't know. It just, it's so cool when stuff like that comes out without being leaked. And well, that ship has sailed at this point. So yeah, say something and at least be like, Oh, I know, you know, but what you didn't yeah. know is this. Sony's in the same boat too, where I'm like, what are you doing? Just tell us. Like, it, yeah. it doesn't make any sense to me why they're both doing this. This is not normal. This isn't normal. They were, they like, like the PlayStation like came out in like November of like when it, of the year when it came out, they announced a lot of this stuff like price back in like April. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's um, very, that's close. another thing that, you know, they confirmed November and there were yep. some things that had November 5th, I think. Um, I saw something about that. So we know November, at least for the Xbox, Phil great. Spencer from the horse's mouth. So we know that's coming. Uh, but if it is November, what month is it again? Yeah, exactly. Cause last I know it's halfway through August. <laughs> <laughs> 
That means we're only two and a half months away. So, yeah. What in the world? Give us the pre-orders of these consoles. It doesn't make any sense to me. No, we don't know the price. Can you imagine if you were a kid, though? You know, I mean, we're in such different shoes right now. But if I was 15, 16 years old, you know, and I, I mean, most kids who enjoy video games are super excited right now for that game. And they're wondering how they're going to pay for it. And they don't even know how much to save. They don't know how much to negotiate with their parents. They don't know anything. (laughs) They just know that there's a new console and they want it. But, and then the other thing, you know, the thing that we've been talking about is the freaking pre-orders. You know, it's gotta be limited, right? I mean, it's gotta be. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) why not get that dealt with earlier in the year? So you can anticipate how many consoles you need to make. Regrow your stock. I mean, seriously. Like you said, April, which was many months ago now. Yeah. It's like from that point, you could be like, oh, pre-orders are back on at this point. They are taking more. Oh, man. Yeah. I I just don't know. I feel like at this point, I just feel like bad things are coming for this launch. Maybe. I mean, I'm excited. I, I can't wait for these consoles, but I don't know. There's so many missteps and... So many yeah. bewildering moves by both of these companies. It's just needless secrecy too. Where Come you're on, just like, guys. What? Why are you not telling us? Yeah. It's like there <laughs> nobody wants to reveal who spilled the milk. And so it's like yeah. <laughs> this really price is. is like everyone's scared to death giving these insane figures <laughs> as to what the price might be. And they're like, Do you want to tell them first? No, it's you just going to be first. a question mark on the pre-order thing and you click <laughs> it and it just randomizes the price for each person. You see the amount that's taken from your bank account when it ships. <laughs> it's it's like one of those uh one of those like stores that it's like you pay what you can. No, no. So you pay what you can for this Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> we gauge how much you make and we're going to take a percentage of it like taxes. <laughs> um that you know a lot of people are talking about like, oh man, I'm you know thinking the Xbox is going to get delayed. I think it would have been bad if they delayed the console. I think delay. I think putting the console out on time, regardless of not having Halo, is the right move. I think Phil Spencer actually was on IGN and said that that was not going to happen. He said no single good. game will delay this console. So like, that's set in you? stone. So I think like you know. the I think the fact okay, so people made fun of this like fact that like they're like five. 100 games, 5,000 games playable. I mean, I think that's a, I think the fact that backwards compatibility on these things, I think they're going to be freaking awesome. People I, who say that, I don't think were well aware of what was going on when the last console launched because oh I was God. well aware when I got my Xbox One that there was not a lot of things I could play. And yeah. it was true of PS3. It was true mm-hmm. of PS4. PS2. It was just, it was a different time. And it was like, yeah. there's launch games. But part of that, obviously, is the fact that you were only able to afford certain games. So, you know, you could only play the ones you had bought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now, like, oh, guess what, kid? You want to play something on your new <laughs> Xbox? Pay $10 a month or $1 for the first month. And you can play all these freaking games on yep. your console. And they're going to look awesome. So, yeah, people who say that, it's just... It's like eye roll. I'm sorry. You just it's must be too young same, to yeah. understand what we went through back in the day. There's like this weird feeling. I still have my PlayStation 3. I don't game on it. It's just basically my 
Blu-ray player upstairs. And like, I got a lot of games on there through PlayStation Plus, through like digital downloads yeah. and stuff like that. Those games are just stuck. They're there. They're just yeah. stuck there. But there's a feeling where every game that goes on PlayStation Plus and every game that I bought over the years, they're coming with me. And yeah. like the fact of that, that backwards compatibility and the, the same is even more so true with Xbox, with Game Pass and everything. It, it's just a, a better feeling going into the new thing, being like, these games are going to look better. They're going to be like, and they're, I don't know. It just feels yeah. fine. You don't you feel like you have to be like, oh, we have to have this great launch game because most most of these consoles, last generations, they didn't have a great launch game. Like people think about PlayStation yeah. Four, and they're like, oh yeah, uh, Infamous Second Son. That was several months after the PlayStation yeah. Four launch, but before we got Infamous Second Son, which was like really the big launch game for PlayStation Four. Yeah, and it's. I think and a fine. lot of these PlayStation games that they've said are launch games too are saying holiday. So, mm-hmm. you know, people are, yeah. you know, getting all over Halo for being delayed, which I think is ridiculous because Cyberpunk was delayed. I mean, you know, I have my issues with the delay. Don't get me wrong. I've already said yeah, I don't think course. it should have been delayed because of how long they had to develop. But how many other games have been delayed? <laughs> like so many. Like every game, Luke. The answer is every game. <laughs> yeah, and and like people, you know look at all these PlayStation exclusives. Like so many of them are delayed and now you're playing a lot of them, you know, yep. this year, um, you know, ghosts and um, oh, what the last of us, like those are infamous games for being delayed. And oh, yeah. here they are. People love them. They're setting records and all that. It's like, you know, I get it. I don't want it to be delayed either, but it does need to be finished. And so, you know, cut it a little bit of slack because, you know, everybody seemed to cut slack to cyberpunk, which is probably yeah. going to, you know, blow the world up here at the end of the year. And it was supposed to be, what was it supposed to be March? And then it was so, delayed to yeah. like August. And now it's delayed to, was it September? It's like a Zelda right? game at this point. <laughs> How much is getting delayed? Yeah. Well, maybe not that bad. <laughs> at least we'll have that game. Okay, Hopefully, so if that doesn't get delayed again. Spencer said something that they have is some exciting uh, Game Pass announcements. I think they're going to put some really big games on Game Pass. Some really new, really big Game Pass. I think, oh, crap, we got to make good on this. Great. They're going to make some big deals. I'm thinking we got close to launch. What do we got? Valhalla, Assassin's Creed, and we got Cyberpunk. Yeah. I think they can make some big deals to be like, hey, guys, guess what? These are going to be free you're going to get that the would be right well, launch. Not free, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with your that subscription. Would be, that would be big. And and hey, maybe they might do something like, hey, and if you get a Series X, you get these games for a period of time before, or you get a trial of Game Pass or whatever, so you can get these games immediately right when you yeah. plug it in. That would be great. And I think that is a feasible thing that could happen. That's my theory as to what's going to happen because i don't see them being like oh we're going to bring a state of decay closer that game's actually done we're going to make it sooner so you know it's not like a snake eating its own tail kind of situation we're going to bring it sooner i I don't think it's going to be that i think they're going to make some really big moves with game pass i think that's what they're going to do i mean the the destiny announcement was was a good one i think that was a that was a great get Mm -hmm. that's a you know super popular game unfortunately it's a game that I'm not playing as much as I used to, but uh, yeah, I'm trying to think like there's so many games that are such closely held franchises. Like you were talking about like Valhalla, man, that would be 
insane. <laughs> like, I would be insane. I think the like, hype would be huge for that. Some of these developers like Ubisoft, like Activision, like even EA, they hold some of these titles. Like I'm thinking like Madden and Call of Duty. They hold them so close to the chest that it's just, yeah. you know, they, they have what some timed exclusives that they have given each of the consoles for some things. But other than that, it's pretty much just open season. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it would be insane if this was a game pass kind of thing. Just, I don't even know how that would work. I don't know either. Uh, This is just a, as a prediction, but I think it would be, I think it would definitely, I guess I'm just wondering what level, (laughs) you know, we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, obviously we'll see, but I'm just, thinking about like the biggest, biggest games, man, that would be just hard to even imagine. But yeah, I mean, if you're going to do something like hint, yeah, here, I'm reading the quote. We've got some really great, strong announcements to come about things coming to Game Pass. What you'll see from us around the launch of the console, frankly, isn't going to change too much because you were going to hear a lot about the console, a lot about Game Pass and how we think these things these two things together are really great value and proposition for gamers going into the next generation. Yeah. I mean that, how, how much the only thing that you can do that would be like surprise people, you know, other, cause you already have like the whole first party thing was already huge. The only thing you haven't done yet, the trick that you haven't pulled me like, here's this giant third party game, this giant third party, triple a game. Red Dead Redemption 2 was was probably the biggest one they Yeah, that wasn't gotten, that far away That's from, really big. Yeah. That was really that was close like a, to a when it year, came out too. I want to say. Yeah. That's so, pretty good. They they've gotten some really good ones. Um but as far as like at launch, holy crap. That would be crazy to be like, yeah. I don't have to buy that game if I already have Game Pass. What? That'd be crazy. That'd be really hype and I think that would in a way that, that that's like the only thing big enough I could think of that would really make good for a lot of people that were hurt by the, by the halo announcement. And like, that may also be one of the things that's, you know, powering whatever it is that's coming. Yeah. Maybe like, well, we, we have to do something to counter the bad blood we just created with that delay. Yeah. And I think that would do That's it. a big one. I mean, it is a big delay, so it is, yeah. it's definitely, it's definitely a hurt. I, I'm excited to play Halo. I've been excited. I, I, I hoped it would come out last year and it just, you know, didn't obviously didn't end up being that way. And then I really was hoping it'd come out this year. And then, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Wasn't but, to be. Yeah. But um, I think uh, there's a few things what's coming up. What are we anticipating as far as our next announcements here? They, they haven't announced like another show or anything for either consoles at this point. I mean, there was a state of play well, last Xbox week. Xbox had talked about an August thing. An August thing? They, had, right. to, they had talked about an August thing. I can't imagine. And I thought I heard, I thought there was a PlayStation thing coming at the early August, but that, you know, those dates have come and gone. There so. was. There was a state of play that happened, but it wasn't a big deal. Like, they even said it. They came out in front of it. They were like, look, look, look. We're talking <laughs> about games that were already announced. There's yeah. no PlayStation 5 announcements at all. And so deal with it. And so people were pleased with it because they gave those expectations, but yeah, there was nothing huge, but um, (laughs) we're getting close. November is not that far away. If you don't have the money now, I can't imagine you'll be able to afford it once the (laughs) once, if you haven't anticipated a gigantic amount 
I cannot imagine yeah. that you'll be able to be like, oh, pre-order, Boop, unless you're just like, got it going on. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I Here don't know. I, I'm, I mean, I'm reading what I'm seeing, but, you know, they don't know. They're saying that the next event will be, this is what one Twitter user said, Ooh. preparing to show a teardown, um, backwards compat info, exclusives, always exclusives, release date and price. Okay. Said early August. So All right, we're, we're said it was supposed to be early August, but will be shown after Xbox shows their hand first. Oh, for goodness sakes. Late Come August on. to early September. That's crazy. You go first. No, 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 you. No, you. It's come on with this. All yeah, right. It's getting crazy late. So I'm seeing June, August 20th. Have you seen that, Jordan? I haven't seen anything about August 20th, but that would be awesome. Just give it to me. Yeah, I'm seeing August 20th, 1 p.m., Future of Gaming. Yeah. I mean, hey. It's literally, that's the same thing they said last time. Regardless of all the mystery and all the weird choices, I, I'm 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 optimistic. I am hyped still for both of these consoles. I think that's ah I, I'm I'm liking what I'm hearing about the new technology and I think we can get some really exciting stuff. Again, the backwards compatibility thing is really exciting for me. Uh and so, <laughs> I'm like finally. But anyways, yeah. exciting. Oh, when we'll be here to talk about it all. Um well, one thing before we uh, head out, something we're we're wanting to do. Uh, so, if uh, you're interested, we're looking at live streaming this podcast on YouTube. Uh, we usually record on Mondays, and so if uh, yeah, if you have been looking to see our faces and see us on YouTube, we're looking to live stream. So we'll we'll see how that goes. We're gonna kind of try it out, but uh, mm-hmm. stay tuned. We'll keep you updated. So the next episode very well might be live streamed onto YouTube if everything goes according to plan. You know, if the uh, if the technological wizards favor us that day, if the vid holds off long enough, yeah. <laughs> if the vid holds off, <laughs> the vid. That's one the I have COVID-y. not heard. I gotta say, I've not the heard vid. that one vid. The vid. That so, vid, man. Vids are usually a good thing, so that's uh, the vid. Not video. That's no video, man. You check that vid last night. That was a pretty good vid. My friend who has COVID-19. <laughs> he was coughing real nice. <laughs> oh, God. That's All terrible. Right. That's awful. But anyways, <laughs> I guess that's it for uh, this week's episode of Improperly Packaged. Luke? That's right. It's been a time. It's been a time. Woohoo. <laughs> We'll see you guys next week. See ya.